now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. It's been my pleasure being your host here for the last five years and over 270 episodes. As most of you know, I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria since 1991, 32 years handled hundreds and hundreds of transactions here in our fair city. Uh, happy to chat with you. If ever you're curious about what's going on out there in the marketplace, you want to know what's happening in Victoria, just give us a call. You can find my contact information and the rest of our home, uh, whole home show team by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. So feel free to reach out. Uh, we love hearing from you every week. As a reminder, too, if you're a podcast listener, all of our episodes are streaming on iTunes or Google Play. So you can look back five years worth of great content. Uh, I'm excited about today's show. Well, on one hand, excited. On the other hand, very concerned because of the reason why we're here. And I just want to start off, you know, typically we open up our episode with a conversation about things that our listeners bring up and, you know, topics that are uh, timely and you would like to have answers to. Well, I have to tell you, folks, I'm responding to an email that I received on January the 14th from one of our listeners. And the question was about title fraud. And can uh, your home be protected? Uh, so uh, it's just not just one email that I got on the 14th. I've received a couple. So obviously, you guys are curious about what you've been reading. We've all heard stories about a couple of properties in Toronto that were sold without the knowledge of the owner. Owner uh, out of, uh, we'll get into the details in a bit, but for instance, an owner who's not in town, absentee owner, somebody has falsified identification, posed as the seller, listed their house for sale, sold it, got the money, and then all of a sudden the actual owner finds out, how does this happen? Well, we're going to find out today. We're having a conversation. Our guests are the president of First Canadian Title, Daniela Di Tommaso, and of course, our uh, partner and sponsor here in the program from the Sitka Law Group, partner of the firm, uh, Gurpreet Randawa. Both of them are here right now. We're starting off right with having a conversation. Daniela, thank you for joining us from Toronto. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, I want to get right into this. I have noticed that you have been in the media a lot recently because obviously this is a story that people are talking about. Let's get our listeners up to speed about what has happened uh, out there. Yes, it's it's quite extraordinary, actually, the fact that this is happening at all. And and I think the other thing that I've I've come to learn is how little knowledge there is around some of the fraud that we've been seeing and also some of the things that people can do to protect themselves. And, and I, I'm learning that no one can imagine something like this happen. Like it seems inconceivable that our largest asset could actually be stolen by someone. And then for those innocent homeowners really having to figure out 
what to do and and navigating the process and then eventually in some instances experiencing a loss. Um, so we've been seeing a significant increase in fraud, not just title fraud, but mortgage fraud as well. As a title insurance company, we protect people's title. So that is one of the core things we do. And we've seen for years mortgage fraud where it's it's more fraud for shelter. So I'm applying for a mortgage and I may not be able to qualify for as much as I need. So we see falsification of documents, whether it's employment documents or otherwise. The shift that we've seen now is third-party fraudsters, either putting mortgages on people's property where they don't own that property or literally selling the property um, from the owners and without the owner's knowledge. So that is what we're seeing. Again, it doesn't happen in high numbers, but we are definitely seeing a rise. Our numbers increased. Uh, they doubled year over year in terms of the frauds that we've seen. But the other thing that we've seen is the number of frauds that we are preventing. So we literally um, have prevented millions of dollars worth of frauds just in 2022 alone. So there is definitely an upward trend. And this year alone, we're already doubling what we've seen last year. So certainly this is happening with more frequency. The one that scares me, so I, I of course, looking up the First Canadian Title uh, website, and uh, one, of the, one of the titles that's there right now is, um, I'm just reading it here, folks. There's been at least one attempt at title fraud every four business days in Canada in it's 2023. Staggering. Yeah, it's in because people we never even thought about this. Uh, Gurpreet, uh, this is something, of course, your job as the um, uh, as the lawyer to convey the title on closing. Um, I mean, obviously, the law profession has had their eye on this for many years. That's the reason why we have a very strong title system and all of these things. Um, what is your take from the uh, legal profession about all this stuff going on? Um, well, I think we have to remember that um, land title systems are provincial. Um, and so some of the risks that exist in, in Ontario may not exist here. Um, so I think today we'll, we'll spend some time maybe just touching on the different land title systems in both jurisdictions. Um, and uh, title insurance, when it comes into play, um, generally in my practice, um, usually it's when somebody's purchasing property and there's, you know, mortgage lending or somebody's refinancing. Um, so, um, I think that we, we do need to remember that the lentil systems do vary from province to province and in BC, we rely on the Torrent system, um, which allows purchasers to kind of rely on that title search that they see, um, when they're making an offer, uh, to purchase property. Well, this, it's very interesting because, uh, we had on the program way back in November of 2021, uh, from First Canadian Title, uh, Hashem uh, Jaffrey, uh, and you know we had a great conversation. Listeners, if you want to listen to that one, just go into our podcast. You can dig it up. Um, the the discussion of uh, title insurance at the time was different though, because we were talking about things like uh, easements and rights of way and physical uh, things that um, uh, uh, title insurance can protect. Uh, uh, owners for it. We will get into that, by the way, after the break, because there's a lot to talk about that. Um, but this is a whole, this is a whole other thing. I think it's really important. The reason why we're here today is because we need listeners to know that there are ways, and I'm I'm hoping uh, throughout the rest of our program today, uh, the three of us can have conversation about what are some things that owners can do to make sure that they are not victim to title fraud. 
Um, again, our guest today from First Canadian Title, the President, uh, Daniela DiTomaso, and of course, our show partner and sponsor, uh, Gurpreet Randau from uh, the Sitka Law Group. Um, so, Daniel, again, just going back to where we started from, your phone's probably ringing a lot more now on this topic than before, right? It absolutely is. And I think it's important, what you just mentioned is really important, because although there's awareness now around fraud, and I think that the you accurately said legislation and the title system is different from province to province. So in BC, the Torin system works to protect the transaction. So there is that sanctity that they are going to protect the transaction. Whereas in Ontario, by contrast, it protects the innocent homeowner. So it's interesting that from coast to coast, you sort of get two completely different results where in Ontario, it is the person who was fraudulently um, duped that actually gets to keep the property. In BC, you would have the complete opposite outcome where the person who buys the property gets to keep the property and the innocent homeowner can make an application to the assurance fund for compensation, but actually loses their home. And, and so title insurance covers so much more than just title fraud, because again, it doesn't happen with frequency and the same way most homes don't burn down, thankfully, or most people don't, you know, have a thief coming into their home, but insurance is there for when you do need it. And in the instance that something does happen, and as again, a title insurance company, not only do we protect you from a compensation perspective and indemnify you, but we actually manage the entire process okay. so in instances where we well, actually seen- actually danielle you know what we're we're having a great uh conversation here but we need to take a break right now uh we're having a conversation about title fraud first canadian title and with uh Gurpreet randauer from the sitka law group uh stand by there uh don't go anywhere both of you because we'll be back in just a moment you're listening to the whole home show with tony joe on cfax 1070 Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, having a conversation today about title fraud and about these poor people across Canada who are losing their homes because impersonators have uh, sold their home without their knowledge. We have our, on our program today our guest, Gurpreet Randawa from the Sitka Law Group, who you are all familiar with, one of our show partners and uh, sponsors and supporters. We also have with us the president of First Canadian Title, uh, Daniela DiTomaso. Again, thank you both for uh, coming with us today. Thanks for having us, Tony. Uh, Daniela, I, I had to abruptly uh, uh, break for a commercial just now, but you were you were moving along with a great part of conversation. I think, you know, what we're going to do right now is let's tell listeners uh, what FCT is and what it does. Sure. Uh, so we are a title insurance company. Uh, title insurance has been around in the U.S. Uh, for over 170 years, but it's a relatively new concept in Canada. And we've been in Canada for over 30 years. And we effectively insure both homeowners and lenders with respect to their title. So in the case of a homeowner, we insure them for loss or damage that may they may suffer as a result of a, a title defect. And that includes things like, you know, a defect that would have been revealed by an up-to-date survey. So if they purchase a home and didn't get a survey and then they discover that there was a defect, we would indemnify them against that. Any encroachments, um, again, work orders, liens on their property, all those things would be covered by the title insurance policy. And of course, title fraud. So we do protect homeowners against any instance of fraud. 
And what I was saying before the break is that in addition to that protection, so that if they suffer a loss, so in BC, for example, that innocent homeowner that was fraudulently, that, that, whose property was fraudulently conveyed, when they discover that issue, if they have title insurance, they would call their lawyer and then their lawyer would make a claim through us. And we literally will take that process over for them. And I think that's really important because you can imagine the shock in finding out that this has occurred. Most people wouldn't have the first idea of what to do, who to call, how to manage this. And we actually step into that homeowner's shoes and manage the entire process on their behalf. We will notify the police on their behalf. The, the fraud squad will pay for, for lawyers and any other costs that are incurred in defending that claim. And then that cost does not erode the, the limit or the indemnity to them. So that is over and above that cost. And then, of course, again, in the case of BC, that innocent homeowner, we would indemnify them for loss or damage, any loss or damage that they sustained as a, as a result of that fraud. Mm -hmm. um, something that you brought up a moment ago is uh, things like protection uh, um on surveys, so something just for our listeners to know. If you're wondering what a survey is, uh, it's a it's a it's prepared by a surveyor, and it's a diagram of the house as it sits on the property with setbacks and, and all of these things. It also it identifies things like uh, easements, uh, rights of way, uh, uh, th physical attributes of the property. And this is I do want to touch on this uh, really quickly because I brought it up before. This has been sort of what we have seen consumers typically have an interest with title insurance about because um Gurpreet, i don't know if you remember but i told the story about my my uh, prior business partner who sold a property i sold it for her and she did not realize that her property line encroached on the neighbor and there was going to be a big uh legal dispute there aside from the fact that she found out that she had title insurance on the property and it was all handled. So um, I, I got to say, it just, it took away a lot of uh, stress. Um, and cause it felt to me that the neighbor was uh, preparing mm -hmm. to fight and mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, asking for a lot of money. Right. Yeah. And what a lot of homeowners or purchasers don't realize um, is that in BC, you're not guaranteed to receive a survey certificate from a seller. I know that's um, not the case in many other provinces, but in BC, in most transactions, it's actually not provided to a purchaser. Um, purchasers will often look at, you know, the subdivision plan um, to try to see where the boundaries uh, and lot lines are. But the only way to really guarantee um, that you're aware of what those boundaries are is through a survey certificate. So um, when I first started practice, we would often obtain title insurance in lieu of a survey certificate because it's not always produced. Um, but since then, I've learned that there's so many other benefits associated with title insurance as well. Yeah. So even if you have a survey certificate, and it sure is coming in handy about what we're talking about today with this whole uh, title fraud thing, right? Um, can can we broach the subject of, Gurpreet, uh, when you're chatting with somebody and they are talking about closing on the purchase of their home, uh, how does the conversation come up about title fraud, about uh, uh, title insurance? Sorry, title insurance. So um, typically we'll send our clients a list of questions uh, that we need answered in order to prepare their closing documents. Um, whenever that client is obtaining mortgage financing, um, most lenders will require title insurance. So we don't even pose that as a question, we'll obtain it. And then we'll review uh, 
what that is with a client when they come in to sign. In instances where a lender does not require title insurance or it's a cash purchase, um, we will recommend it to the client. I'll often send a link um, to the FCT website. Um, and in that case, it's the client's decision as to whether or not they wish to purchase. Um, unfortunately, I appreciate that, you know, buying is one of the biggest investments you're going to make in your life. And many clients who have the option to purchase it often don't just because of the cost, even though in the grand scheme of things, it's worth it. Um, so I'm hoping something like this show is going to, you know, educate clients and potentially encourage them to buy even in instances where they're not required to. Uh, I know listeners going to ask, like, what is the cost? Yeah, so that's the interesting thing. And it's interesting, again, to see, um, I think more awareness will hopefully change those conversations. Because when you think about title insurance, it's a one-time premium, unlike other types of insurance, and it covers you for as long as you own your home. And it also covers you if you were to convey your property or through a will to one of your immediate family members. So it, it really, there's tons of value there. And it depends on the value of the property. So it is uh, priced over a certain threshold, but it likely costs you under $1,000. And again, it's for as long as you own your property, it's one time. And the interesting thing, what we see, especially in BC, is oftentimes the lender will require title insurance. And then that second policy, which only costs $50 for the homeowner, isn't obtained. So, you know, the, the primary insurance and the premium is already being paid, but for an additional $50, a homeowner can be protected as well. So, you know, from our perspective, I'm hoping that there is more awareness and that people take advantage of that because we hate to see situations where there is a survey problem and then they discover that they didn't have a title insurance or any other defect that would have been covered and that the, unfortunately they they weren't aware of it and uh, never provided with the opportunity to obtain it. So I love the fact that, you know, you're having conversations with all of your clients. I think that is really, really important. You know, and it's interesting, you know, when my, when my partner there uh, was saved by title insurance, I think what it was, and perhaps this is common, um, because it's just a one time, it's not an ongoing monthly, just forgot about it. You know, it was it was purchased at the time that the property was purchased, and 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 she forgot. Um, Gurpreet, I've got to say, you know, it 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 is a little distressing or disturbing or whatever that people opt out of it. I feel that sometimes it's kind of like you know when people are buying a car and then they're getting upsold things that maybe mm -hmm. they don't need, and it's possible some consumers kind of uh, feel it that way too. And yet here we are, we're finding mm -hmm. out very beneficial for people for. $1,000 or potentially less, as Danielle has said, right? And in my experience, um, it's almost always, you know, a couple of hundred dollars. Um, so totally worth it. Amazing. Well, listen, folks, if you're curious, the website for First Canadian Title, it's easy. FCT.ca, FCT.ca. Again, we're having a conversation with the president of First Canadian Title, Daniela Di Tommaso, and of course, uh, Gurpreet Randall from the Sitka Law Group here. Uh, need to take our uh, next break here. We're having a great conversation about what title insurance is. By the way, folks, it's not home insurance. Home insurance is a completely different thing. That's when you get insurance for fire, water, and all that kind of stuff. This is for your title this is for your ownership. This is for physical matters. Uh, again, like property boundaries and uh, and things like that. I do encourage you to not only visit the website yourself, um, 
listen, folks, if you've got kids, you got family who are thinking about or in the process of buying a home or whatever, tell them you heard this episode and tell them uh, that you've learned so much about uh, First Canadian Title and uh, title insurance. Uh, that's why we're here. Uh, need to take our break. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you, and they do hear from you regularly, including myself. We love hearing from our loyal listeners every week. How to find us is just to visit cfax1070.com, look under shows, and you'll find us, the whole Home Show, with me, Tony Joe, or just Google any of us. You know, um, uh, Gurpreet, you're here with us today. I know you get calls from our listeners, and hopefully they introduce themselves as such as well, too, right? Yes, Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, all right. We're having a conversation about title fraud and title insurance. We've been going through what title insurance is. And our guest uh, calling in from Toronto today is the president of First Canadian Title, Daniela DiTomaso. Again, Danielle, thanks so much for, for joining us today. Um, such an important topic today. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about what has happened. So again, uh, listeners have read the stories. Uh, there's Toronto, there's been uh, British Columbia, uh, Alberta as well too, right? Um, although I'm I'm guessing and feeling it probably is prob- or Canada-wide now, isn't it? Uh, what we're seeing with, with title fraud. What's interesting is just uh, in January of, of this year, we saw a title fraud in a small city outside of Calgary. So normally we we were seeing this concentrated in larger areas. Again, it's very organized. We see a ring where they're all different types of frauds being perpetrated by similar groups. And we just saw fraud this year in a small city outside of Calgary, and that was not typical. We're starting to see more mortgage fraud across the country. Um, again, I think as the economy worsens and, and you know inflation continues to rise, we're going to potentially see more of these types of, of crimes, unfortunately. So actually, Danielle, can we can we touch on this one for a moment? Because you mentioned mortgage fraud before. And this is the case where somebody could impersonate me and take out a mortgage on my own house without me knowing. That's correct. Collecting the money and then running off. I mean, no, they, they were never identified to begin with. So then all of a sudden I would have a mortgage on my house. That's correct. Without the money. Right. Okay. All right. So that is scary too. Yeah. And that happens with higher frequency than uh, the, the pure title fraud. Okay. It, it is very scary. And, and there are common themes across all of those types of frauds that we're seeing as well. All right. How does, how would somebody like me who owns the property not know when this happens? I think in the case of mortgage fraud, you wouldn't know because it's a paper transaction. It's registered. You would have no line of sight on any of that happening until you probably get a notification from a bank saying you've been noted in default 
Um, and then eventually that they commence proceedings to sell your property. So literally, by the time you find out the, the fraudster is gone, there's a default on the mortgage, and now you're finding out for the first time that someone literally has put a, a lien against your property or an encumbrance against your property. Yeah, because I haven't made two or three payments on a mortgage that I didn't know existed. And and the, the fraudster is smart enough to probably change the mailing address so I would not be receiving uh, mail. They'd put it somewhere else. Um, yeah, this is just, it's it's distressing. This is disturbing. It really is. And we're seeing more and more now, you know, again, it's so hard to even stop these frauds. We, again, as, as title underwriters, all we do all day is examine title and examine identification. But if somebody is looking at the identification that is being fabricated to the human eye, it's virtually impossible to detect any differences between what we would think is an original piece of ID and one that's been fraudulently created. And so we are now more and more having to rely on technology to help us validate the authenticity of these documents. We have access to third-party software that can actually read chips on passports, as an example. If you were to go onto the ministry website in Ontario, you could have a driver's license. You put the number in, it tells you it's valid, but it doesn't show you the picture of the person that actually owns that driver's license. You see it's valid. You're looking at the ID, it looks fine, and, and again, they're proceeding to, to commit these frauds based on identification that's been falsified. Oh, and this is a this is an important topic as well, too, because both the real estate profession and the legal profession, we need to see the consumer's ID. And if the uh, consumer uh, uh, produces it and we look at it, there's really no reason for us to suspect that there is any sort of issue. And as you've mentioned, because I've been reading as well, too, there are the... Um, falsified identification is quite the is quite the thing now they can literally copy uh something that looks legitimate and and, and everything because the reason why i'm bringing this up is that there's been a lot of uh, um commentary out there in the media about the real estate profession not doing our job like we follow uh fintrax uh, um uh, the anti-money laundering the proceeds of crime money laundering and finance terrorist act uh rules and regulations they have us and they have the legal profession do it um, we're just following guidelines. You show us your ID. You know, we believe who you are. Um, but see, the bad guys are going even further, right, with these convincing IDs. And the thing is, you're required under FinTrack uh, regulation to look at one piece of ID. So again, you're going to look at ID. You're doing your, your job. Everybody is doing their job. Lawyers are doing their job. We are doing our job. But they are so sophisticated that, again, they know exactly what our jobs are and they're playing into that as well. So we know that, you know, for $5,000, you can buy a printer that will create a really good duplication of a driver's license. Yeah. And, and this is why now more and more we want authentication tools to become more mainstream so that everyone has access to better technology to help prevent these types of things from happening. And, and and again, the focus has been a lot on money laundering, especially here in BC. And there's been a lot of conversation about, yeah. you know, we need to see your ID because we want to make sure that you're not a money launderer or a terrorist. Uh, but again, it's so important right now. Um, Kapreet, have you ever had an instance where you looked at somebody's ID and there was a suspicion or uh, or you had second thoughts? I personally have not. Yeah. Um, luckily, uh, most of our business is referral based. So m most of 
um, the real estate clients we, we meet with have been referred to us by realtors, mortgage brokers. Um, so there's already an established relationship there. And then on our end, the Law Society of BC does have um, ID verification um, rules and requirements. Um, so we do often ask for more than one piece of ID, um, proof of social insurance number. Uh, many clients are frustrated uh, by the amount of ID they must produce. Mm -hmm. um, but we do have a system in place and I personally have not dealt with um, ID fraud. Yeah, I've heard this before. People go, oh, it's in Victoria. There's no bad people in Victoria, right? Uh -huh. And then somebody else said, well, there's lots of politicians. Come on. Right? <laughs> yes. But but um, but the identification, and again, there's a, there's a reason for it. Now, the story that I've read about, I think one of the most recent uh, Toronto ones is uh, the 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 owners were absentee they didn't they were away out of the country for a year uh this party posed as the owner had fake id engaged in the services of a realtor because something else that comes up is people say oh, how come the realtor didn't know like uh, this isn't the realtor uh, you know do a background check learn more about it well these fraudsters are smart mm -hmm. so they would have established a kind of longer relationship they knew that the owner wasn't uh in town um, so again, it goes back to why would the realtor or the real estate profession have any suspicion because everything else looked right, right? And again, nobody wants, there's no blame to be laid here, uh, you know, against a real estate professional, a lawyer, a title insurer where these things happen. Everybody's trying to do their job and prevent these things from happening. But again, we have situations where you have somebody that is renting a property. And so, you know, you walk into the home, their family portrait is on top of the mantle, you would think it's their home. And, and again, they are creating this fiction to try to fool you. And, and you're doing your job as a real estate professional, you're looking at the identification, but it matches the home that you just visited in them in where they have their families, they have pictures on the wall, and, and they're living in the home. So, you know, it, it's not inconceivable to see how these things could happen. Yeah, well, we need to take our last break of the day. And I think, are we doing a good enough job of scaring people right now about losing their houses? <laughs> <laughs> We're having a chat with the president of First Canadian Title, Daniela DiTomaso, and also Gurpreet Randall from the Sitka Law Group. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about ways that you can protect yourself against title fraud. Back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We are trying our best to scare the living daylights out of you today <laughs> about all these stories with people losing, losing their houses or having mortgage fraud against title and all of these things. Listen, folks, I know you've worked hard and you've got a lovely home. You don't want to lose it. You sure as heck don't want to pay somebody else's mortgage, you know, something that you didn't even do because a bad guy did it. And there are bad guys out there. And I think this is the unfortunate thing that we're seeing out there right now is bad guys are finding ways to scam people. We don't want you to be scammed. We have uh, our uh, guest today, Gurpreet Randau, of course, partner from the Sika Law Group, and Daniela DiTomaso. She is the president of First uh, Canadian Title. Uh, thank you both again for joining us. Something that comes up is, are people that own their homes clear title with nothing on the title more at risk than, for instance, if they had a line of credit or, you know, a small mortgage or maybe one of their kids' names on the title. Gurpreet? Um, so I'd just like to start by saying that the risk of title fraud in BC is lower than the risk of title fraud in Toronto, just because of the way <laughs> the, land title system, the land title system is set up. Yep. Um, but 
to answer your question, I, I do believe that the risk is higher if you have clear title, um, just because if you have some sort of financing on title, a line of credit that you, perhaps you never use, um, as part of conveying clear title, a lawyer has to obtain a discharge of that mortgage from the lender. Um, so there's additional steps that have to be taken to transfer title to a property when it is encumbered. Um, whereas when it's clear title, um, a potential fraudster just signs the transfer documents um, and titles conveyed. Yeah. See, I, I have heard this recently, again, from another one of our listeners who emailed in at about that same time, mid-January, you know, talking about maybe I should, you know, maybe I should put a kid on title or something. And these are things that, that they should have a conversation with, like you, the lawyer, uh, about. Absolutely. Please get legal advice before you add your children to title property <laughs> for this reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Daniela, with uh, title insurance. So let's walk our listeners through what happens if title insurance exists and somebody tries to do uh, some sort of fraudulent act, um, what's the process? Is it a notification? How do people find out? So hopefully if, um, if you are obtaining title insurance, we're going to prevent that from happening. So again, part of our job is to make sure that these things don't happen. In the event that you have title insurance and now you're in a situation where your home was either fraudulently mortgaged or conveyed, you would call the title company, you would make a claim, you would call through either your lawyer or directly. And again, once we confirm that there was in fact a fraud, then we would step in and we would walk them through that process. We would pay all the fees associated with fixing title. And, um, and then at the end of the day, if it's true that that happened and now you're having to make a claim, we would pay you whatever your loss was. Mm -hmm. The horrible story about one I heard about in Toronto was um, the, the, the property changed hands and all of the owner's belongings were gone. Right. So the empty out the house, like all of these stories, it's just, it's amazing. And, and that's what we're finding. So, you know, the most vulnerable people as a general comment, based on the claims that we're seeing are people whose property is free and clear as, as, as you just rightly mentioned, we are finding that an older demographic is more at risk. We are finding that absentee owners or vacant properties and properties that are rented, those are generally some, uh, you know, flags for us where when we do see fraud, it has one of those characteristics. Okay. So another question that I'm sure listeners are going to ask right now is, I don't have title fraud on my property. Can I get it now? Yes. And because, again, we've only been in Canada for 32 years and it's a <laughs> relatively new concept, particularly in the West. Um, we we had a lot of requests from people to say, I wasn't aware that I could have obtained this when I bought my property. Can I obtain it now? And the short answer is absolutely. You can call your lawyer and ask for an existing homeowner policy, or you can call FCT directly if you have any questions about what the policy covers, what it does, and you can order a policy at any time during your ownership. Wow. Um, Gurpreet, have you, have you dealt with, uh, now, I mean, we've been talking title fraud and mortgage fraud and, and all this. Uh, have you seen any cases of the um, uh, uh, title, title insurance needing to be called in for things like um, uh, easements and, and property lines and all that? Yes, I have. Um, I have not been involved in a situation where the policy has been called upon to deal with fraud. However, yep. I have um, been called upon to, to use the insurance to deal in situations where perhaps 
a, a judgment was registered uh, after a new property owner took over the property against the pre uh, prior owner's interest. Um, I've dealt with situations where um, outstanding utilities were not paid by a previous owner. Um, I've dealt with situations where there's been encroachment issues. Um, and in those types of situations, uh, I understand from my clients that their title insurance did, you know, cover and indemnify them in those situations. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We're having such a good conversation here. And again, folks, if, if you've never heard about this, or you're curious about this, do yourselves a favor and visit fct.ca. It's first Canadian title. .ca. There's so much great information on here. Uh, I'm looking at the website right now, including things like um, uh, media, uh, things in the news and whatnot. Um, but again, if you are concerned about this, which you should be, and thanks for pre for bringing this up a little bit earlier. It's we're we're kind of lucky. We're not seeing a lot of this stuff here. But don't be the first, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's. I think I think title insurance is very good to have, um, but I do think we also have a fantastic land title system, yeah. um, that that does you know have uh, uh, protocols in place to kind of protect against fraud. But it is it is possible, um, and and title insurance is a way to kind of protect against that risk. You did say a couple of segments ago about how title for uh, title insurance. I got to get that word fraud yeah. out of my head right now. Title insurance. Title insurance has commonly been used to replace uh, site survey. I have had conversations with people in past where I say having both is a good idea. It's always good to have a site survey of your property anyways. Um, you had mentioned, Capreet, how it is not required here in British Columbia. In fact, uh, our uh, standard contracts with purchase and sale basically say, in Victoria here anyways, they say um, that the seller will provide a site survey if one is available. And quite often one isn't available. So then the buyer either has to get one, which they should, because again, it's good yeah. to have one uh, or, and, or, and it should be, and they mm -hmm. get title insurance as well, because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, I think that's a great point that it's not, it's, it's an extra layer of protection. So again, especially if you want to do something specific with your property, future use, you should absolutely get a survey, but having Title insurance just protects you in the event that you don't have a survey, if there's a defect that would have been revealed by a survey. And again, there are 34 other insuring provisions in the policy. So it's not just about fraud. Fraud is just one thing, but we pay claims every day. And there are a variety of things that are insured. So we'd love an opportunity to answer anybody's questions with respect to what does this cover? Why do I need it? How do I get it? please feel free to visit us at fct.ca, as you mentioned, or call, or call us or call your lawyer and ask your lawyer questions. And folks, you know, we've been talking about this, you know, for the last uh, 40 minutes. The cost here, I mean, this may be the best investment that you'd ever make. And, you know, uh, as in all things insurance-wise, um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that you regret not doing when you needed it. Absolutely. Yeah, my goodness. I hear that all the time when people now, if there is a problem, they call to check if they have a policy and they don't have a policy. And unfortunately, at that point, it's obviously too late. Yeah. Danielle, as a result of all this stuff here, are, are, are you finding or is First Canadian Title finding they're needing to modify things or adapt to the, the marketplace or uh, how, how are things in that regard? So what we are adapting is we're continuing to evolve our underwriting process. So as we're learning of 
you know, new fraud indicators, as we're hearing about different schemes, as we're working with both the police and fraud investigators, we are continuing to evolve how we underwrite files at FCT. Additionally, you know, we're, we're using third-party technology more frequently to validate identification. Um, so we're changing the way that we underwrite and the amount of information we, we might ask. And to your point, I know you mentioned, Gurpreet, sometimes it's frustrating to be asked these questions, but it's for a good reason. We're trying to protect homeowners. Um, but otherwise, it's business as usual for us. This is what we do. You know, we're here to, I always say, you don't judge a title company by the claims they make, but by the claims they pay. And we are here <laughs> to be there when you need us. So, um, you know, we're, it's unfortunate that there is so much awareness because this is happening, but I suspect that we'll see it with a bit more frequency given the environment we live in right now. Yeah. Uh, so listen, folks, I don't know about you, but there's a few things that I've taken away from our conversation here today as as we're wrapping up. One of the, I mean, we've I've known that our title systems are different. The provincial Torrens title system is different from Ontario, Quebec, uh, for instance. Daniela, thank you for uh, uh, teaching me about the protect. I didn't know about how um, one province uh, protects the uh, victim and the other one protects the the owner. I mean, these are things that are that are really, really important to know. Um, uh, you know, and again, to our listeners here, this is one of these things. Today is one of these days, you know, as you're listening here, do yourself a favor and uh, tell your friends, family, uh, whatever, because if this has been discussed around the dinner table about all these uh, cases of fraud and there's going to be more, there's, there's going to be more like this is just the this is the world that we're in right now. Uh, you got to take all the steps you can to uh, protect yourself. First Canadian title, FCT. Uh, .ca. Uh, and again, if you have uh, any questions locally here, you want to have a chat with Gurpreet, who's always here. Uh, Gurpreet, remind our listeners, the best way uh, for them to reach you guys. Uh, phone 778-265-2677 or through our website, sitcolaw.ca. Uh, and you guys are on social media as well, too. So yeah. uh, folks can find you guys on Insta and Facebook and, and all those things. On the back yeah. of buses, follow you on buses all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and of course, folks, you all know, uh, as a CFAX listener, uh, Gurpreet uh, takes your calls. You know, uh, unlike uh, maybe the perception of lawyers, it's very approachable, <laughs> as you've heard, right? Um, uh, Danielle, again, uh, thank you very much for joining. Any last thoughts before we wrap up here today? No, thank you for raising awareness. Again, we're here to protect you, not just against fraud, but from a variety of title-related issues. And I appreciate the opportunity to raise awareness. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us again. It is First Canadian Title. The website is fct.ca, fct.ca. Do yourself a favor and uh, learn up about all this kind of stuff because this is important. Don't get caught in this situation. Uh, Daniela, again, thank you very much. The president of First Canadian Title, Daniela DiTomaso, thanks for joining us today. It's been a pl pleasure. Thank you so much. And you, Gurpreet, as always, we'll see you next time. See you next time, Tony. Yeah, and to our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.